You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on edinburghnow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. What's up, everybody? This is the one and only DJ CR3. And DJ V Smooth. We ask you to listen to our show, The Quiet Storm, on Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. here on WFSE 88.9, Fighting Scots Radio. Where we discuss a variety of topics each week. The Quiet Storm consists of playing nothing but the best R&B. From such artists like Luther Vandross, Janet Jackson, Aaliyah, and many more. You can follow us on Facebook at The Quiet Storm for more details and information. Soft and warm, the quiet storm, music to calm the spirit and soothe the soul. So be ready, there's a storm coming. Support for WFSE is provided in part by John's Wildwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswildwoodpizza.com. Hello, and welcome to It Won't Turn Off, episode 28, joining us here on this Monday day. Um, I said us, but it's just me. I'm alone. So this will be fun and exciting for all parties involved. You, me, whoever else is listening. Just get ready. (laughs) Get ready for for this. Um, So yeah, it is... Uh, the 30th of November, um, we're back from Thanksgiving break and stuff, um, which is why there weren't any episodes on Wednesday and Friday. Um, this week we have a full schedule. We have Monday, today, obviously. Uh, Wednesday we're going to have an episode, and Friday we're also going to have an episode. Um, there's also talks that we're going to have a crossover, potentially, with, um, the other podcast the morning after sometime this week. Um, definitely before next week, which is finals week for us here at Edinburgh University. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool things coming up. We'll probably do a movie next Monday. Um, I'll see what's going on for that when we get closer to that, because there's a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, today I'm going to talk about some new PS4 information regarding PC streaming as well as PS2 emulation. Some TV stuff, um, talking about Gotham movies, we got, uh, Spider-Man, and The Conjuring 2, and some Aquaman rumors, um, it'll be a pretty short episode today, mostly because, um, there wasn't much, um, major news to really cover, um, I can go into detail about some adventures I've had in Fallout, but I probably won't, um, but yeah, so stay tuned, um, and we'll get there. So in games, um, let's see what's going on. So PS4 to PC streaming is coming, according to a tweet by Shuhei Yoshida. Um, His quote is, well, he was quoted as saying, we are indeed working on an official application. Um, This will basically only be remote play, which is one of the features that the PS4 and the Vita have. But it will probably be a pretty cool addition to PS4's features, I think. Um, You'll be able to play your games, you know, stream them anyway. Um, from basically anywhere. Also in PS4 news, PS2 emulation has been confirmed with the release of various Star Wars games with the Battlefront bundle. Um, For those who don't know, 
there was a uh, a few games included with the um, Battlefront edition of the PS4. Um, these games are downloaded. Um, you could download them rather, and included um, Super Star Wars. I believe one of the previous Battlefronts, um, maybe Rogue Squadron. It was a few that I can't exactly remember right now. Um, but one of them was on PS2. So instead of it loading like a new menu, it basically the PS4 just emulated PS2 um, fully. So that was kind of everyone's first taste of PS2 emulation on PS4, which has been in talks to happen um, for maybe a year now um, as... Sony is trying to make an effort to bring all possible Sony platforms onto the PS4, make it kind of the one console you need from now on, um, which it really hasn't been in the past two years. Like, I still have my PlayStation 3 because there's no backwards compatibility. Um, I still have my PlayStation 2 because, of course, PlayStation 3 can't play PS2 games. So having kind of a hub uh, created on the PS4 would definitely be useful, I think, especially if they implement a cross-platform or... Um, a uh, backwards compatibility feature like the Xbox One is doing with Xbox 360 games, um, which a, f a few, I think almost 100 of them were added um, recently. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on as far as that goes, and I think it's a good step in the right direction. Um, moving on, Metal Gear Solid 5's mysterious nuclear disarmament event has begun. Um, last month, there was an ending leaked for Metal Gear Solid V regarding nuclear disarmament in which all of the nukes in everyone online's forward operating base were dismantled, and it triggers a ending cutscene that you don't get regularly in the game. Um, people were wondering when that event's going to begin, when that ending is going to actually be achievable, and now we know. Um, it started last week, and the goal is to kind of get every nuclear weapon which in the game it prohibits um people from invading your bases and stuff um to get rid of all of them so when you do that a uh, cutscene is triggered and trophy i think you get a trophy or achievement depending on what console you're on um so that'll be cool to see what's going on you know it might be hard to actually achieve because there's always going to be that one person who isn't gonna you know give up their bomb or something like that just because just so other people can't get the achievement because, you know, that's how people work and trolling and stuff exists. Though uh, I think it's a lot less than in past years anyway. But there's like, as of last week, um, there's only 380 uh, nuclear weapons on, I think, the PS4 version of the game. So once all of those are gotten rid of, the achievement and uh, cutscene will unlock for PS4 players. Um, Xbox 360 only had like 36, so once those are taken care of, you know, everything will unlock for them. So I guess we'll stay tuned and see what it means for um, everyone else moving into Metal Gear Solid V. Um, maybe there'll be new content in the future, new DLC, something related to this ending. Um, because it'll be cool, um, or rather interesting to see if there's more coming to that game. Because um, the story kind of left off at maybe a place that it could have expanded upon a bit more. Um, there was supposed to be a whole third chapter that was just taken out of the game entirely. So maybe we'll see in the future um, some of the things that the team wanted to be in the game and some of the story elements that were supposed to be there. Um, so yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, um, Definitely... A few people's game of the year. Um, 
with all of the game of the year talk coming up and the game awards happening December um almost I think next week actually I believe so we'll probably be able to cover that or do a live watch event um so stay tuned for that Final Fantasy VI has been rated for PC, signaling a PC port of the SNES Classic. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Final Fantasy games. So it'll be cool to play it again on PC. I'm definitely interested in checking it out. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be the same kind of format as every other uh, Final Fantasy game that has been ported so far. Like when everything was ported to iOS devices, it'll just be kind of updated sprites, maybe um, updated battle system. So that'll be cool. Um, there's also, um, in the DLC talk, there's a portal content coming to Rocket League next month, adding up to 10 new accessories in an Aperture Science-themed car, beginning tomorrow, December 1st. So, check that out if you like Portal, if you like Rocket League, there's something for you there. Finally, in games, you can get the legendary Pokemon Hoopa at McDonald's now. Um, I know we had talked about this a bit a few weeks ago, but now it is official and it is happening. Head to your local McDonald's, along with uh, Pokemon-themed toys. You can get the legendary uh, Pokemon Hoopa, which, you know, you probably won't be able to get um, any other way, at least for a while. Um, I know it's been hacked into the game, and people do have them. I have a Hoopa totally legitimately but if you want a legitimate one um now's your chance um there's also there hasn't been any news as to the other legendary pokemon of gen 6 Volcanion, which is like this water fire type pokemon um that we've seen but we haven't you know been it hasn't been officially released anywhere yet basically um so there's that there's also the new form of zygarde that may be coming in eventually um with maybe a pokemon z to uh, finalize the XY um, Chronicles, really. So, you know, there's a lot of Pokemon news coming out. Um, Super Mystery Dungeon just came out last week. Um, There's some more uh, Pokemon Picross comes out tomorrow, I believe. So there's a lot of stuff happening, especially for the 20th anniversary, which is next year. You have the re-releases of Pokemon Red, Blue, Green, and Yellow. Uh, Green being only available in Japan. There's also a, uh, in the Japanese version, they're selling a boxed physical copy of the game um, that includes a download code, some cards, as well as a map in a box that resembles the original Game Boy um, boxes for each of the games. So that'll be cool. I think they're on sale for um, 1,300 yen, which isn't um, that much money here. It's about $15 if you um, consider tax and stuff. So it'll be cool. Um, I'm thinking of importing one, honestly, just because... Pokemon's been such a big, important part of my life, um, and I will always be as old as Pokemon, so it'll be fun to um, kind of commemorate the 20th anniversary uh, with one of those physical copies. Um, We talked about that a bit last week, though, so I don't want to go too far into that. Um, That wraps up games, but since there's not much TV, I'm just going to throw that in here. Um, There's a rumor that there's going to be new footage of Batman v Superman Attorneys at Law. I mean, Dawn of Justice, excuse me, that will be shown during the fall finale of Fox's Gotham. Um, that's taking place in a few weeks, so, you know, stay tuned for that to see some new footage of Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman. It does, um, as we have talked about a few a few times, um, I am a bit more excited about it than I have been when it was first announced, but I'm still a bit wary, and I'm definitely looking to see a bit more about it, um, so I'll probably be watching that, and we'll talk about it here on It Won't Turn Off, as always. Um, we were going to talk about Jessica Jones, but I didn't get a chance to watch it, and I don't know if Logan did, so 
hey, there's that. Um, I've heard good things, though, and I will be watching it at some point, so then we can do a, a whole talk about that, um, maybe analyze it a bit in comparison to Daredevil, where we think it's going for Iron Fist, and the second season of Daredevil, um, where Jessica Jones, Punisher, Nick Cage, you know, they're all supposed to uh, make appearances. So that'll be cool. Also, um, since TV is over, that wraps it up for this segment, and we'll be right back, or I'll be right back, um, to talk about some movies, and maybe some other stuff. I don't know. So stay tuned here on this really short, super fast edition. You want to listen to our station, but you live under a rock or in a bog? Well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSE, it's right there on the front page. It's Thursday. The weekend is so close, yet so far away. What can you do to make it more fun? By listening to the Mitchell Mixer, of course. Each week, DJ Betty Mitchell will bring you the best rocket hits, while also providing some news, music trivia, and some motivation for the semester. The Mitchell Mixer, Thursdays at 4 on WFSE 88.9, Fighting Scots Radio. WFSE is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza, right off of Darrow Road, next to Norman's Pizza. Information is at 814-734-2700 or online at rent. Welcome back to Won't Turn Off with me, Burton Rizal. Um, We are, we, I keep saying we... I need to stop saying we. It's not we. It's me. M-E. Flip that W over and make it into an M. M also for movies. We are in movies now. That was... You know what? That was weird. Forget I even said that. Let's just move on. Let's both acknowledge that that happened, but forget and never talk about it again. Anyway, movies, movie news. Um, Josh Holland, the new Peter Parker, explained in an interview with Superhero Hype which sounds like a completely credible source, that the solo Spider-Man movie will begin shooting next year in Atlanta, Georgia, because apparently it's cheaper to build a set version of New York there than film in New York itself, though there will potentially be some principal photography there um, early this year into next year. So that's interesting. Um, I'm really excited. I know I'm not the only one that's excited for Spider-Man to finally join the Marvel Cinematic Universe in some way, shape, or form. Um, In the same interview... Uh, Holland talked about how Spider-Man's really the only character coming into the MCU that will have um, a mask or a secret identity. Because in this form of um, the Marvel Universe, you know, everyone knows who Tony Stark is. Everyone knows he's Iron Man. Everyone knows Captain America. Um, So since there's not as much secrecy there, um, there's definitely going to be some different um, tensions to how Spider-Man's really going to bring about this... um, this change because in in the comic books um the whole reason the civil war happens is because spider-man reveals his identity so there's people who support him and people who don't but it doesn't look like that's really the um that's really the stance that they're taking in this movie um we did see some more about it um over the weekend uh there was a new trailer for it released and it kind of just focused on um, Bucky Barnes and Captain America um, and gave us our first look at Black Panther, who looked really great. And I can't wait uh, for that movie. It looks really good. But yeah, it'll be cool to see Spider-Man there. And um, I'm definitely hoping it uh, it gives us an interesting look at that character. Um, next up, The Conjuring 2, the Enfield Poltergeist, will open June 10th, 2016. We talked about this a bit, 
uh, on the Halloween episode, but the news comes from a large group of pictures that have been posted online showing off the set as well as the stars of the movie with the Warrens themselves, the Warrens being the real-life demon hunters, demonologists, um, who are involved in a lot of different haunting and haunting-like cases in uh, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Um, it'll be cool to see what's going on in that movie. I really like The Conjuring. Um, we've talked about that f- more than a few times, definitely. But um, it's, a, it's a really good movie, and I hope that they can kind of capture that magic again for the second one. Uh, next up, there's a rumor that the Aquaman solo film antagonist will be Ocean Master, who is Aquaman's half-brother, rather than Black Manta, like anticipated, and will chronicle the fight for the throne of Atlantis, kind of like um, the recent Thor movies, um, Thor 2 specifically. So, I mean, that'll be cool. Aquaman does, um, admittedly, look a lot more interesting than I would have expected, um, though we haven't seen any footage, rather, but we've seen, um, you know, the characters, uh, character art, and some of the set. So, you know, it's it may be good, may be bad. Don't really know what's going on, honestly, with the DC universe. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Those are movies. In comics, there's not really any news, per se, that I wanted to talk about, but um, I did get a bunch of uh, comics from Cyborg 1 in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Check it out if you're in the area. Um, over the break, and have been reading a few things... Um, I'm reading a, I read, rather, a um, collection of uh, short stories and comics called Killing and Dying that I think I brought up on the podcast a bit ago, maybe three or four episodes ago, I don't really know. Um, But it was a really, 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 really good read. Um, It's a bunch of short stories, most of them chronicle, you know, just daily lives of people and have some sort of um, message or, uh, you know, emotional thing that happens at the end to really display a whole arc in only a few pages and um they're all really really well written and uh the art was pretty good too it's it's a simple um comic strip style artwork but it it really works well in this format um some of the best stories about them just focused on you know just regular people who have to deal with these uh, you know, different things going on in their lives. Um, the one, for example, was that stood out the most um, was the titular Killing and Dying, in which a uh, 14-year-old girl is trying to become a stand-up comedian. And um, kind of her struggle with that, as well as how her parents are going to help her with it, um, how her parents feel about it, her dad being kind of against it, and her mom being totally for it. Um, and it's just, it, it's a really human look, I guess, at, um, a lot of different things throughout the whole book, um, throughout every story presented. So if you ever get a chance to check it out, it's called Killing and Dying, and it's great. The cover has a Denny's, uh, sign on it, so, you know, look for that. Um, but yeah, that was good. I also picked up, uh, volumes four and five of Saga, which, since, you know, I don't really have an opportunity to get them here, um, I've been reading those. Uh, Saga continues to be one of, if not my favorite comic book of recent years. Um, it's just fantastic it, it, in every way, shape, and form. Um, also picked up a few volumes of Fables. Um, Fables is something I've always meant to get into, um, and I've, I've slowly but surely I've been <laughs> getting into it, um, and I really, really love Fables. Bill Willingham's art is incredible, honestly, and the writing is really, really well done. Um... Fables, obviously, being the base for the um, Telltale game series Wolf Among Us, which was pretty 
pretty popular from what I understand. Um, it was also a really good game with incredible art direction and its own comic book line, actually, that's been coming out now. So if you're interested in that, uh, check that out. Uh, but that's it for comics, um, and there's not really any miscellaneous news, so that's more or less it. Um, like I said earlier, we are going to have a movie, most likely, maybe, um, next Monday. We might not, I don't know how, um, what's going on with all of our schedules. I know Logan may be busy that day, but, um, we're going to try, at least, to do another movie, um, before our winter break. Um, we'll have an episode Wednesday, episode Friday this week, like I said, and potentially, excuse me, potentially a crossover episode, um, Tuesday with the morning after so that's good um i don't think there's anything else going on there's not much else i wanted to add oh wait yes there is just kidding um the game which i guess i should have brought up in games but i didn't because i have no foresight and it was not on the docket um indivisible the new game by lab zero games um only has like a week left in its indiegogo campaign and it needs three hundred thousand dollars um it's a really, really good game, and I would love, I know I'm not alone in saying that I would love to see it made fully. Um, there's a whole big, colorful cast of characters. There's a really cool art style because of Lab Zero Games, you know, the creators of Skullgirls. Um, it's really great, and I play the technical alpha. You can play the alpha. You can download it on their Indiegogo page, um, and you can play that and try it for yourself. And if you're interested, please consider backing these. This game um, looks just fantastic and it plays really well and it's a very interesting concept um if it does get made there are a lot of uh crossover characters like the main character of hyperlight drifter you got shovel knight um a few other indie games are being represented represented in it excuse me so check that out if you're interested um i know we talk oh, i talk about it uh pretty frequently but i would definitely like to see it um get made and if i can help with that in some way shape or form i would love to so here i am extending the word to you dear listener um that does wrap it up for today's episode hyper short episode of the podcast um it was just kind of a rundown of a few things that are going on in the pop culture nerdy news world like always wasn't much discussion as i'm not going to debate with myself that kind of seems counterproductive uh, maybe <laughs> but um yeah that's it thank you for listening as always and we will be back on wednesday with a full episode uh, most likely hopefully so yeah uh, stay tuned have a good couple of days and remember to check out not only this podcast on facebook.com slash iwto podcast or soundcloud soundcloud.com slash edinburgh now but also edinburghnow.com, the home of all of Edinburgh University campus media, uh, from WFSE Fighting Scots Radio to The Spectator to ETV. You can find all of us there on Edinburgh Now, along with this podcast under the arts section and the morning after our other sports-based podcast. Um, so be sure to check those out if you haven't already. Uh, it would mean a lot to us, most definitely. So I think... That went on long enough. <laughs> so thank you very much, and have a great rest of your day. This is B-Rit Rosizzle, signing off.
rock or in a bog, well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSE, it's right there on the front page. Support for Edinburgh Campus Media is provided in part by ECRA, a grant-making organization that supports economic and community development in the Erie County nonprofit sector. Information is at 814-897-2690 or at ecgra.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Taylor Buffington, maybe better known to 88.9 listeners as DJ T-Buff. If you're looking for some great music, then tune into my show on Thursday night from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. On my talk breaks, I will inform you about what's happening on Edinburgh's campus, what's happening around town, and a little bit about what's going on in the world. So tune in to my show on Thursday night at 10 to hear DJ T-Buff.